0: Let's go. It's Tuesday night. We're going to do a quick preview of tomorrow night's Wednesday night live Bible study. Come on. Let's go. Come on in and let me know where you are watching from, whatever platform you are on. Come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. We've been spending a lot of live time together the last couple of days. Why? Because we are in three days of fasting and prayer. Three days of fasting and prayer and uh, tomorrow is the last day. Do me a favor uh, not only come in and speak to me, let me know where you're watching from, but also do this for me too. Would you let me know if you have successfully made it to the end of day two of our three days of fasting and prayer? Can I get you to drop a two in the comments? Let me know that you made it. Hey, you, uh, Miami, Florida, good to see you. Denver, Tampa, Aurora, good to see you. May you ask for prayer. Of course you can ask for prayer. Go ahead drop your prayer request in the comments and we'll be happy to pray for you. Denver, Palm Springs, good to see you. Shalom, everybody. Omaha, good to see you. Omaha, Omaha, Good to see you. Let's go. Come on in, everybody. Congrats and praise the Lord for everybody that's got a two. Um, that means you have successfully made it through day two of our three days of fasting and prayer. All right? Liquids only tomorrow is the last day. And uh, today, if you miss... Hello, Hello LA. If you missed um, today's... We did 15 minutes of prayer today at 1030, um, 1230 Eastern time. And uh, we're super excited, super excited uh, about the, um, about the conclusion of the is tomorrow, but it's liquids only. If you're just finding out about the fast today, start today, do your three days, but you can start today. All right. And then do your full three days. All right. So we end Wednesday at midnight and whatever your local time is. All right. Good to see you. New Jersey, Aurora, Aurora. Good to see you. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Good to see you. The clarity and breakthrough of it all. I'm telling you, listen, fasting does not change God. What fasting does, as fasting changes us and fasting literally it prepares us um, and uh, it's amazing all right and so I've talked a lot about that I want to give you this preview for where we are at for tomorrow night's message we're in this series um, called let's be kids again and I see several people have prayer requests you can drop those requests in throughout this message preview and you all don't let me forget to pray for those at the end all right If you got a prayer request throughout these next few moments, we'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you. Just drop it in the comments, and then we'll be certain to pray for you, all right? So uh, this series is called Let's Be Kids Again, and it is based off of the spiritual principle where Jesus says, unless you um, are like this child or childlike, you will never enter the kingdom of God. And this is really, really important because uh, it didn't say that you won't die and go to heaven. No, it says the kingdom. The kingdom literally has three distinct definitions. Hey, LaGrange, Georgia. Um, it has three different definitions. Number one, the kingdom is heaven's attributes invading your life or heaven's attributes in the earth. And I've to you from Romans what those what the attributes of heaven are. Number one. Righteousness. This is right standing with God. This is right standing with God. And it is good character. The second attribute of heaven and the earth is peace. That is shalom. It's a Hebrew word that means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. All right. You are shalom. You got to hear me. There's nothing missing from your life nothing broken from your life nothing lacking in your life all is well if you feel like something is missing broken or lacking I need you to look again and then the third um, characteristics of heaven's attributes in your life or invading the earth it literally deals with uh, joy righteousness peace and joy and joy means to be glad and great I just need you to type this in the comments I'm glad about it glad gladness is an emotion Which means part of um, the kingdom that God has placed on the inside of us, according to Luke 17 and 21, it is the ability to be glad no matter what's going on. Which means if something great is going on, I'm glad about it. If something negative is going on, I'm glad about it because even negatives work to my positive. If something is frustrating me, I'm glad about it. If something is upsetting me, I'm glad about it. Um, If I get great news, I'm glad about it. If I got news that I wish I did not get, I'm glad about it. Why? All things work together for my good. Which means there's nothing you can do to me. Y'all gonna talk to me in these comments. Nothing you can say to me, nothing you can do to me that keeps me from a place of being glad. Which means if somebody comes up to you and says, I hate you, I can't stand your guts. You'll say, "Well, well, praise the Lord, I'm glad about it. That's your problem with me. That ain't my problem with myself. If somebody wants to walk out of your life You may have a human moment. Let's keep it real. You may have a human moment. You may cry for a little bit. You may be upset for a little bit. And then you'll be able to step back and say, but I'm glad about it. I need you to practice those words out of your mouth. I am glad about it. Why? Because that is the action. That's an attribute of heaven. All right. Glad and great. Glad and great. Which means everything that I do, there should be a level of great that's attached to it. And I pray that everything you put your hands on, everything that has your name attached to it, everything that has your hands on it, that it would be great, that it would be great, that it would be great. Please do not. Um, please do not um, solicit on any of the pages. All right. We, uh, if you do that, I have to block you. So just ask that you don't do that. Don't solicit on any of the platforms. Thank you so much. All right. If you got needs, we have a resource page that's available for you uh, where we have prepared things for you. Go to harvestchurch.church, click on resource guide, and we have a list of resources that can help you. But please do not solicit uh, on any of the platforms. All right. So listen, uh, in all of that, here's what we got. Um, The kingdom is number one, heaven's attributes of the earth and his attributes are RPJ, righteousness, peace and joy. The second definition of the kingdom, God's kingdom, it is um, how God does things. It is God's modus operandi. It is how God does what he does, how God does what he does. And God does things different than we do them. Um, And then the third definition of the kingdom, it is becoming who God says you are and possessing what God says you can, which means you are becoming better and you're possessing more. You're becoming better and you're possessing greater. All right. He says, unless you are like a child or a kid, you will never, listen, become who he says you can be. You will never possess what he you can possess. You will never Listen, you will never have righteousness, peace, and joy, and you will never, ever do things his way. And I began to teach you over these first few messages, we we're only two messages into the series, how um, a chi- how do you actually become childlike? Jesus says, unless you become like one of these children. And in doing that, we saw literally, uh, the scripture says that in Matthew 18 and 4, that you must become humble like a little child. Can I get you to type the word humble on the screen? H U mbl humble he says you're going to have to be humble in order to become childlike now this is where it gets interesting because jesus literally says that the only way that you're going to be a childlike is you're going to have to become humble and many people have very misconstrued ideologies about what humble means a lot of people think well, to be humble that means i walk around with my head down i walk around with my shoulders shrugged. that's not humility some people think that humility means that I walk around and, you know, and anytime anybody gives me a compliment, I say, no, don't give me a compliment. No, don't say that nice to me. Many people think that being humble means that they never have any success. And, and listen to me, all of those are wrong. Humility by biblical definition has two very distinct distinct characteristics. Number one, it means to be fully dependent on the Lord, which means I am not dependent on a person. I am not dependent, watch me, even on me. I am fully dependent on the Lord, which means, watch me, the reason I can have hope and expectation about my future is because it's not on me, it's on God. In other words, God, you do what you can do, and I will do I will do what I can do, and you will do what I cannot do. Um, humility is this interesting concept, because in, in the Greek language right there, he says, you're gonna have to, and that's the language of our New Testament, You are literally going to have to dismiss a self-reliance. And for some of you, this is why sometimes you can frustrate yourself. Wave at me if you've ever been frustrated with you. One of the reasons sometimes you get frustrated with yourself is so that you learn not to have reliance on yourself. But you learn to rely on the Lord. This is why old school saints used to sing it like this. We've come this far by faith. I need about 30 of you all between these different platforms to just type it on the screen. You know the next word, leaning. In other words, to be dependent on something means that I lean on it. To be dependent right now, I'm dependent on this chair, which means I have placed my confidence in this chair that as I'm sitting in it, it will not drop, it will not rock me from side to side. I am leaning. I am dependent. And here's what happens as you begin to grow, as you begin to mature, pay attention, you can begin to lean on your education, you can begin to lean on your skills, you can begin to lean, you're ready, on your looks. You can begin to lean on your credit. I wish I had some honest people in the chat tonight where you can look back over your life and you can be honest and say, there are some things I began to lean on that were not the Lord. There's some things that I began to lean on that were not God. There are some things that I began to lean on, watch me, that were not God. And consequently, God has to take you through a process where whatever you're leaning on, that's not him got to hear me. That thing will fall. Is there anybody on this message preview tonight where you can tell the truth that you have had some moments and some days where you have leaned on things that were not God and God had to show you, don't you lean on that? Don't you lean on them? Don't you lean on him? Don't you lean on her? Don't you lean on it? Lean on the Lord, right? And here's the deal. Don't be mad because the scripture, if we could go deep for just a moment, message preview, The scripture makes a very, very clear statement. It says, you shall have no other gods before me. Um, The scripture makes it clear. We should not have idols. What is God? What is a God? The word God comes from a sixth century Germanic term, the word gudan, G-U-D-A-M. It means source. So when the Lord says, you shall have no other gods before me, he says, you shall have no other sources before me which means your job is a resource, not your source. So the moment your job becomes more important than the Lord, watch me, sometimes God has to let that job fall so that you'll learn to lean on him. I wish I had some honest people on here where you put your leaning on, on a job and to only be laid off. Y'all better hear me today. Watch me, it means source. For some of you, your source was your marriage. So the marriage had to fail so that you would learn not to lean on no marriage. Not that, not that marriage is bad. Not that a spouse is bad. But watch me. You love them, but you don't lean. Ooh, you better talk to me. But my reliance is on the Lord. My reliance is not on people. My reliance is not on things. My reliance is not on stuff. For some of you, your reliance was on your credit. Your reliance was on your credit. And what happens? Then you get hit with some stuff to where your credit... It's like deuces. We ain't even doing this today. Where are some honest people in this comment section? Then what ends up happening? Then, now you're credit to So now you got to lean on the Lord. Now, if God don't come through, you don't know how you're going to get it. You've leaned on friendships to only discover, My, I, I should have been able to count on you. And you get mad at people because they are not your, watch me. You're expecting them to be your God and they are not. They are not. You get mad. I called her. She didn't answer the phone. She's not your God. I got mad. I called him on the phone. He didn't answer the phone. Have you made a God out of somebody that was only supposed to help you through? Ooh, come on in, y'all. Literally, that's what the word God means. And the scripture says, you shall have no other gods, no other sources before me. So when Jesus says, you shall humble yourself like a little child, he was saying, you shall have a Full reliance on the Lord, dismissing your reliance on yourself, dismissing your reliance on any person, place, thing, or idea but the Lord. Now, does this mean that you can't have expectations of people? Of course, you can have expectations of people, but I'm not expecting you to be my source. Of course, you should expect people that you've been loyal to to be loyal to you. That's a reasonable expectation, but I'm not expecting you to be my source. Of course, you should expect people you've been there for. To be there for you but i'm not expecting you to be my source listen that way you can never ever sometimes people get really tore up let's have an honest moment i can i'm gonna raise my hand before i even finish the statement um we can all have moments where we literally feel like i can't believe so-and-so did me like this or even if you've had a moment like that in the last 24 months like i can't believe so-and-so did me like this i was not expecting so-and-so to do me like this And you can get all messed up. You can get all messed up behind people. And sometimes you need that to happen so that you can realize I made a God out of you. I made a source out of you. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault. There was nothing wrong with you being a resource, but there's a whole whole huge problem with you being a source. Mm -mm. God is my source. Can I get you to just type that in the comments, message preview? God is my source. Your friends are not your source. Your job is not your source. Your money is not a your source. You ready for this one? Your health is not your source. Some people, well, at least I got my help. And that's good. But listen, your health is not your source. I was literally chatting um, with someone yesterday. And they were talking to me about how their friend, um, their, his father, literally, like that, exited the earth. Like that. Like that. Unexpected. Like that. Listen, God is your source. Your health is not your source. Your 401k is not your source. Your IRA is not your source. Your 403b for nonprofits is not your source. Your pension is not your source. You better hit me. The government is not your source. God is your source. Now, why is that important? Because when you understand that God is your source, listen to me, message preview, you then become like a child that is asking, hear me, your father for something. And your father has an unlimited supply. Many of us, we reduce what we ask God for and we reduce it to match, watch me, the God we have made in our image, not the God of the Bible. I'm going to back that thing up and say it again. Many of us, have reduced our image and our view and our perspective of God so that we don't see him as he is. We see him to what we've reduced him down to because the truth is, is he's not been the source. We've reduced him down to a resource instead of being the source. So I'll go to God if instead of I to go to God first. I'll ask God to help me if this don't work out, but instead of saying, God, I'm gonna give this to you first. I need you to let the Lord know tonight. Not only is your source telling this, everybody on every platform, say, God, you're first. You're first. I'm not coming to you after I didn't call everybody else. I'm coming to you first. And since I'm your child and I'm becoming a kid again, you have unlimited supply. I can ask you for what I want. I can get what I want. I can obtain what I desire. Most kids do not consider, listen to me, the resources, listen to me, of their parent. Why? Because their parent, as far as they're concerned, has an unlimited supply. I'm going to say it again. Most kids do not. Now, I was a little different. Um, I was, you know, firstborn son, oldest son. I'm a protector of my mother. That's the way I was, the way I am. Um, and so for many of you, if you were first born, you may be slightly different. But them, that second and that third and so on. Oh, you got to hit me. You got to hit me. You got to hit me. They didn't care nothing. I remember I remember as a kid, um, my little my little brother, we'd be at a restaurant. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, I was just different as a kid. I was in the business and ministry and all that kind of stuff. And so I was, I was adding up the numbers. I was looking at calculations. But I remember my brother, he, he, he liked crab legs. So here he was as a little kid. Talking about I want some crab legs. And I'm thinking crab legs. But, but watch me. But as far as he was concerned, since he was a child, hear me? Since he was a child, watch me. His parent had an unlimited supply. Y'all better talk to me. An unlimited supply. And for many of you all, watch me. You're going to have to make this month like David. David is talking about I'm going to take this giant down. Because David is like, my God got crab legs, lobster tail, bacon wrapped shrimp. Are you getting the point? David was able to take Goliath down and David was able to be a kid again, which is what I talked to on Sunday, why? Because David, as far as he was concerned, his father had an unlimited supply. So I can ask for what I want. I can get what I want because he has an unlimited supply. And you know what many of us do? We, we, we try to be grown with God instead of, be, instead of being his child. Talk to me, y'all. We only got 10 minutes left on this message preview because I got to go finish part two of my workout, it's probably five. Many of us, we are too grown with God. We are too grown with him because you're trying to calculate, well, I'm only going to do this. I'm only going to say, and God is like, would you just be my child? Would you ask me for the lobster tails? Would you ask me for the shrimps and lobster towels? Come on here. Would you ask me, would you simply tap into my unlimited supply? If I'm your source, why are you coming at me restricting what you can get from your source? Why are you restricting what you can get from your source? I need y'all to talk to me. Why are you restricting what you can get from your source? So, 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 so here we go. Uh, And Sunday... Message. It's called from kids to from kids to kings, and I showed you how David showed us how to practice being a child, being childlike. That's why I mentioned David, guys. If you just come in and do me a favor, click the like button and click the share button. If you're on a platform that can do that, all of you watching me on this camera right here that I'm looking at right now, I need you to click the like button, click the share button, and on everybody, I need you to click to get notified. Of notifications So every time I go live You get notified Somebody says Why are you talking about lobster sir You know we are hungry I'm not hungry Amen Let me tell you something I had the best smoothie I've ever had in my whole life um, About an hour ago uh, I, had to eat, I had to drink it a little bit after 6 Just because my schedule today it, It's been non-stop But let me be clear I had the best smoothie I have ever had in my whole life um, Just a few minutes ago That thing was amazing all right. But anyway, here we go. David showed us how to be childlike. David showed us how to be a kid again. You guys, if you're wondering why we're talking about that, we're in three days of fasting and prayer, liquids only. We're including smoothies in that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday until midnight, your local time. If you are just finding out about the fast, you can jump on and do your three days. If you said, what is the fast all about? I'm going to encourage you to go back and look at earlier today. Uh, go back and look at uh, what was in it. I can't even tell you. Um, I, I'll have to find it and post it. I'll post it in my story on Instagram. I'll post it in my story. That thing was so good. Hey, that's cheating. No, 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 no. It's a corporate fast, so I, I make the rules. All right, listen. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, David showed us how to be a child again. David shows us how to be a child again. Now, listen very carefully uh, in this. Um, because he dismissed reliance on himself and he was completely reliant on the Lord. The second definition of humility is submissive, submissive, submissive. And David showed us how to do this. And I gave you these principles from 1 Samuel 17. I gave you these principles of how David did this thing. And I just wanna hit the principles and then I'm gonna set you up for tomorrow night because tomorrow night, the Lord, literally when I was preparing for Wednesday yesterday, The Lord told me, he said, son, I need you to change it where you were going. He said, I need you to totally change where you were going on Wednesday. Um, David shows us how to be childlike. David shows us a full reliance on the Lord. And I gave you these principles. Number one, kids are fearless until taught to fear. Father, we pray and we release fear tonight. Every fear we've been taught, every fear that we've learned, we release and we renounce fear tonight. Number two, kids are ridiculous literally Saul, when David's like, I'm about to go fight Goliath. Saul is like, that's ridiculous. You're, not, you're a kid. You're a kid. You're not going to be able to do this. You're a kid. He's been fighting since he was a kid. Kids are ridiculous. Look at me. If, if what you talking about doesn't sound ridiculous, it ain't God. It's you. I'll say it again. If what you're talking about doesn't sound ridiculous, it's not God. It's you. Somebody was telling me they were getting ready to launch a business and they were saying to me, I got in by X a number of people. And they and they kind of said it in a way um, to like suggest like, "Ooh, that's a lot of people. I was like, good. I said, good. This is good. Because that's ridiculous. Which means, you know, it's God. Right. The third principle. And I, all of this is from 1 Samuel 17. If you don't have our app, get our app so that you can go watch um, Sunday's message or you can um, text the word um, or you can watch it on YouTube. Excuse me. YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and all of that. You can do that. All right. Um, Kids are adventurous until they're taught to play it safe. Kids are adventurous until taught to play it safe. Um, David was fearless. David was ridiculous. I'm going to fight Goliath. That sounds crazy. If it doesn't sound crazy, it's probably not God. It's you. You've reduced it down to something that you can be the source for. And I'm talking to myself as I'm talking to you. You'll reduce it down to something that you can get your mind around. This is why it's so important, hear me, that you are careful, especially in these three days of fasting and prayer, who you let talk to you. Because you don't need anybody introducing fear to you. You don't need anybody introducing fear restrictions to you. You need to, watch me, don't be restricted, be ridiculous. Ooh, come on, y'all. I just need you to type this on the screen. Just put that word ridiculous on the screen. You're going to have some ridiculous faith and you're going to get some ridiculous results. Alright? Alright, number three. Number three, number three, number three. Um, I gave you, kids your adventures into talk to play and say. So David saw this thing as an adventure. And sometimes when you're grown, you ready for me? When you're grown, you like, you like a schedule instead of adventure. And let me be clear. Do not take that as me saying being structured and regimented and all that is wrong because it's not. It, you need that. More people need that. But sometimes, hear me, in your walk with God, it's going to have to be an adventure. It's going to have to be an adventure. I was walking through uh, earlier today uh, the uh, temporary location uh, here for Denver. I was walking through, I was looking at it like, Okay, I'm like, ooh, I'm like it's gonna be an adventure. This is gonna be an adventure. I like this is gonna be an adventure. I said, but I'm good with it. Why? Because God has always exceeded our expectations. God has always done amazing things for us. God has always been on our side. I said, so this is gonna be an adventure. I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. Can I be? Can I be really honest with you? Can I get just fifty of you all between the different platforms? to just say go bishop can I get can I just get 50 of you all to say go bishop because I want to share something with you I want to be transparent with you I always keep it 100 with you but I want to keep it like 150 all right can I get that I need 50 of y'all to say go bishop between the different platforms and then I'll, I'll, I'll say this piece and then we got to wrap up because I got to go finish this workout Jim I'm talking about they close early I pay you to stay open late I don't pay you to be closing at 10 The devil is a lie the sign on the building says 24 hours on the window. All right, y'all ready? This whole expansion that we're in the midst of with Atlanta, we got this, you know the, the venue secured, all of that, you know, all these plans and all these things that have to happen, all of this behind the scenes work. Can I be honest with you? This is an adventure for me because I'm like, God, I'm going to be here and there and back and forth and planes, trains and automobiles and this and that and this and that. But I know what you told me to do, and I am obeying what you told me to do. I'm like, God, uh, this is going to be an adventure. So, you know what I have to do? I have to become like a child again. I had to be okay saying it's an adventure, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. This thing is an, adv- it's an adventure. And if I was like, no, Lord, it has to be this, and 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 it has to be this, I'd miss God because of my desire to to tell God how it has to go. Y'all better talk to me today. Come on, Erica, speak their private jets. Listen, let's go. I miss God. I miss God because I, was, I refused to make an, an adventure out of it. I refused to make an adventure. I remember when I was a kid, we would make adventures out of stuff. You know, we'd get some comforters. And watch me. How many of y'all did this as a kid? Where well, you'd make forts with comforters, sheets, pillows. You'd, you'd turn it into a fort. Wave at me. You, you turned into a fort, right? Um, As a kid, I remember we would take one of my little cousins. Was we would put her, (laughs) we would put her in a in a laundry basket and send her down the stairs, and we called it a roller coaster. Y'all better come on and talk to me. It was an adventure. It was an adventure. It was an adventure. How many of y'all wave at me? Did you play burrito? Who played burrito? Where you put, one of the, you put one of your cousins or brothers or sisters or whatever, you put them in a sheet and then they start just a rolling. <laughs> it was an adventure. I'm shaking the cameras. It was an adventure. And for some of you all, God is like, you've lost your sense of adventure. You are too stiff. You were too stubborn. I like that stair surfing. Oh, we call it roller coaster, but I like stair surfing. That's much more creative. I like that. An adventure. You need to free it up. You got to free God up to take you on an adventure. Somebody say kids still make forts. Hey, I'm just saying, listen, those forts. Listen, oh, that was the best. I was the best. Okay. Um, so listen, let's go further. Let's finish this up. We got to go. I got to go. Um number one, kids are fearless until taught to fear. Number two, kids are ridiculous. Number three, kids are adventurous until taught to play it safe. Number four, kids are inquisitive until taught to be quiet. David basically said, Saul, I can't go in, in your in your in your armor. I can't do this the way you normally do it. He was adventurous. And and he was inquisitive. And finally, the last two, kids fight for others. When David fought, David says, the Lord will give you over to our hands, and we are going to prevail over you. What? He will give you to us. So sometimes you got to realize what you're doing is bigger than you. So I pray you wouldn't be selfish in this season of your life. Come on, I need you to just type that on the screen and say, this is bigger than me. The decisions you make are bigger than you. And finally, kids are creative until taught to be like everybody else. kids are creative. I've told y'all, I told y'all on Sunday, I think one of the experiences how when I was a kid, I was sitting in the doctor's office and I started saying all kinds of stuff. If you missed it, go back and watch the messages, 9.15 or 11.15 on Sunday. I created, kids were creative. You would figure stuff out. Okay, last piece of this creativity. So when I was a kid, when I was a kid, um, I, in our basement, I made church. I had, y'all ready for this? I took, I, I, uh, I was a musician, so I played drums, so I had a drum set set up. I, um, I, I hung some speakers from, the, from the, uh, the wood pieces, the wood planks in the basement. I hung, not speakers, but I hung the mics so that I had a choir. I took three, y'all about to hit me. I had three dining room chairs that were set up for soprano, alto, and tenor. I had a choir stand. I had a rug in front of that choir stand. Y'all ain't talking to me. I took some old pieces of tile from the kitchen that weren't used. I put those in the background of the basement and I put up, uh, that was my um, that was my cross in the background. I had a tile, listen, I had a tile cross in my first church. Y'all better hear me, all right? I was creative. Then I had um, I had the pulpit where you stand up. I don't remember what I did for the pulpit. I can't remember that, I can't see that. Part. I had that set up, I had my drums set up. And so I would come make my brother and sister, I said, we've got to have church. So I would make them sit over there and I would say, y'all, listen, come on, sing. Y'all sing the song. You know, was time to sing the song. I had a karaoke machine. And so I would push play on it. And then a choir would sing. And I would say, y'all need to sing. And then they'd we want to go upstairs. We want to go upstairs. I said, we have a church right now. You better hear me today. We have a church right now. I was creative. You got it? I never knew. I never planned that that would be what I would do. It'd be one day. But I promise you, we had church in that basement. And then when it was time for shout music, you know, when it time for that, I'd hop over the drums, doing, doing, doing. and then i get up, i preach, then i go to write the choir. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a, a part of what I wanted to do was educate. So that's why I love Harvard Bible College. I had a grade book. My second grade teacher, Mrs. Denton, Memphis City Schools, she got me a grade, she got me a grade book and some of her red grading pens. And then when we came back to Denver, I may, I insisted that my grandmother find the teacher supply store, and we got a grade book. And then when they closed the teacher supply store, I got a um, what do you call that? Um, a uh, a ledger. I got a ledger book to be my grade book. What are you saying? Kids are creative. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Because we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Some of you keep saying to God what you don't have, and God is saying, I want you to be creative with what you. Do have. Come on, V. Gomez says I would get on a microphone as a kid and pretend to host, and now I'm on the radio. Come on, here, y'all gotta hear me. Y'all gotta hear me. God says get creative with what you have. Get creative with it. I pray this is the last thing, and I gotta go. Father, I pray that you would stir our creativity tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Listen, guys, I gotta go. If you need to give your life to the Lord. Become a Christian, recommit yourself uh, or be sure for the first time, do the hand emoji or say it's me. Tomorrow night's message is called, you ready for this? I'm setting you up. It's my turn now. That's tomorrow night's message. David did it. It's your turn now. That's tomorrow night's message. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. You the hammer of your emoji or say it's me. I need to move and move quickly. If, if this message preview bless you tonight, you can sow into it. Whatever you sow, I'm going to stick to what we released last night in prayer. Put a 10 in it. Last night, the Lord spoke to us uh, in prayer. Um, David took down one giant, but it was accounted 10,000 victories. So whatever you sow, put a 10. You can do $10. You can do $100 and 10 cents. You can do $110. Whatever you do, put a 10 in it. It's your turn. It's your turn. Somebody says, why do you call yourself a prophet? I don't call myself a prophet, so I'm not sure where you got that from. But I am, but I don't call myself that. All right. Listen, wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I'm going to count you down. Five, waiting on you. Four, three, two, waiting on you. One, wherever you are at. Everybody, do this with me. Um, Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. Thank you. And believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, text the word DECISION to 877-552-4746. Also, for every prayer request, I said you can type your prayer request throughout this message preview. I cover, thank you all for the reminders. I cover every prayer request right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray God that every prayer request will be turned into a praise report and we thank you for it now. In Jesus name we pray. A to the men. All right. I love you guys. I got to go. Look at my story for that smoothie. If this blessed you so, you can use the badges. Thank you. It looks like five of you have used the badges over here on Instagram. Use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Foreman With the number two at the end Whatever you sow, put a 10 in it Whatever you sow tonight I want to push some of you, especially during these three days of fasting and prayer Get seed in the ground Also, why do I do the previews? To get you excited about the word, so you share I've gotten you excited, so now I need you to share Tomorrow night's message, hear me We're going to be fasting And it's going to be A a Wednesday night And it's the last Wednesday in this current Denver building, oh man Man, if I was you and I lived in Denver, I would be in that building tomorrow night. I'm just telling you right now. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. I got to go. Bye. Shalom. Bye. 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 Love you. Shalom. Love y'all. Shalom. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa.